Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a let's experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Brandon. How are you doing? I'm doing very great. How are you doing? Doing good so far. Uh, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure, yeah. So, um, as you said, my name is Brandon uh, on the Discord. And online, uh, my handle is Game. So in case you see that around, um, you know, I try to be active there. So feel free to say hi and talk about some MCP. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, you know, I've been in Wargaming for about eight years or so total. Um, and been in MCP for a little over a year now. Um, I'm actually part of the Charlotte, North Carolina area crew, um, which is part of the greater Southeast MCP community. So... Shout out to them. Um, happy to be part of that. Fantastic. Now, I must ask you the hardest question of the day. What character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Sure. So, it's a great question. Um, it definitely is the hardest of the week. So, um, uh, yeah. So, anyone that knows me knows that uh, I'm pretty much all in about anything Asgard or Asgard adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, honestly, you know, if... As long as uh, AMG gives me more Asgard, I'm happy. But if I had to pick, um, uh, I like. I think that the Warriors Three. Now that there's the uh, the precedent of Nick Fury in the Commando style model, mm-hmm. I think Warriors Three would be a great one. Um, I actually think I'm a big fan of Mighty Thor. I think that would give us another cool um leader potentially jane foster thor yep. and then like kind of a i know you said pick one but kind of a an off sort of fun thing is i think that the destroyer would be a fun model to add yes that would also be a very fun <laughs> model to add uh yeah. for, for me personally when it comes to asgard i just want to see carnilla okay yeah deep cut there i know but let's let's give hella her wife yeah okay I, i'm i'm good for that that sounds good also she is just a weird interesting character anyway so why not yeah like i said you just give me more asgard i mean i'm all in what ties back to who did you bring for us today uh i actually brought enchantress yes i'm really excited to talk about enchantress tonight so, of course, we will not be building her in Asgard or Cabal because she is affiliated in those two places. Uh, but there's still a lot of potential for her, even after her adjustments. Yeah, no, I agree. So, um, you know, I, you know, definitely you hear a lot of different things about her. I, you know, I give you that maybe she isn't as strong as she used to be, but I'm actually glad we are talking about her because I definitely believe she's got a lot of value mm-hmm. um, to, to give in, in a very versatile kit. Yeah. For sure. I I think she definitely has a lot of power in hard control lists. Yeah, agreed. Um, she she brings quite a bit, you know, if you think about it. So she's got, you know, strong power generation. Um, she's got a beam, sap, a bow, an objective steel, terrain throw. Yeah. <laughs> she's got quite she's got quite a bit going on. So Yeah. Um, so much going on in that kit, which I will not complain about. Um she yeah. is Thankfully, not as ridiculous as she used to be, but she's still pretty dang good. Yeah, I know. I, I I think the adjust, you know, obviously, I, I, you know, loved everyone loved her before the changes, but 
you know, even after the changes, I think it just kind of brings her more in line of a, a fair model. So, you know, I wasn't too upset when it happened. You know, I still try to use her now. Honestly, I play her mostly in Asgard, but I think that she fits. Um, she can definitely fit in other homes for sure. Absolutely. So the first thing I actually want to talk about is not an affiliation. Yeah, no, 100%. Yep. Uh, I think there is an unaffiliated power control strategy in this game. Of like, Enchantress, Loki, Rogue, Deadpool, <laughs> of just yeah, like, could... tax your power super heavily. That's super cruel, and I'm all about it. I, I'm all in on that. I want to see that happen right away. So, so I think that is an option to consider because I think, I think that actual list is one or two characters away from tipping over the edge to very, very good. Oh yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. Um, but are there any affiliations that jump out as places you could see playing her? Yeah, actually, I do. I, I actually think that defenders is a fun choice for her. Mm -hmm. Um, and the reason I think that is because with her having that beam. Um, and being able to take advantage of the leadership, changing the beam to whatever attack profile or uh, damage type that's relevant to the situation is really strong. Mm -hmm. And I also like that Strange can boost her defenses if she needs that help. Yes. Um, in a similar way, uh, I want to bring up Convocation. Okay, yeah. Um, it's... They have, uh, she is very good with books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and she gives them a lot of scenario that they don't necessarily innately have. Yeah, I definitely see that. Because Convocation um, is a fairly fighty roster, but I think there is actually a, like, hard control Convocation with, like, OG Strange, Doctor Voodoo, Clea, Enchantress, stuff like that. That all get benefit yeah. from those complication cards, but also it's like this hard control list. For sure. No, I, I get. I think complication is a, is an interesting home for her. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, with books, she's got that five, that five mystic. She's gonna. She's all about saving against that five. So. Yep. Um, any other places that jump out to you? Yeah. So, like, I could see potentially in humans as a home you know she can pass that extra power that she generates around there's several characters that can actually get her into position uh lock john medusa for potentially objective stealing or lining up beams mm -hmm. um you know i think that 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 could potentially work as well yeah i i love inhumans and i think that is a very good shout um i also want to go with web warriors just talk yeah, about, about a hard control team yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, just just another character that helps um, just with that control. Mm -hmm. But yeah, is there any other places that really jump out to you? Um, now I'm just kind of interested in that unaffiliated one you were talking about, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's probably the most maniacal of them all. So, I think it's really it's really fitting for Enchantress or something like that. Yeah. Um, a couple of the places that I just want to quickly bring up: um, mm -hmm. Criminal, uh, 
uh, if you want to play Attrition, Attrition Enchantress, uh, um, Shadowlands Daredevil Criminal Syndicate, mm-hmm. just giving her all the rerolls on that beam, yep. very scary because she gets so many attacks in a ton, especially on really closely grouped crises. So that yep. that can be something kind of scary. Um, as always, Guardians helps everybody, so yep. they don't no. mind that. I definitely get that. Um, I think she doesn't mind Wakanda either, especially with her Yahtzee on her spender. The rebels from Wakanda can help you sometimes get that Yahtzee, which That's giving true. out slow stun and stagger, especially in uh, a big model meta, is not bad. No, I agree. Um, I still want that to happen. I think I've gotten the slow and the stun, so I'm waiting for my <laughs> the time I get the stagger to go off as well. Um, but I do think that your daredevil pick was interesting too, because that reroll is another. It's another attempt at getting that set power. Mm-hmm. So like, it just really leans into the damage consistency and the dam- the power stealing. Like, I just I think that's a good call out. Yeah, and I think the fact that Criminal Syndicate also has Mysterio. So suddenly you get two people with that pay for pay to bypass defense thing. Suddenly yep. make suddenly really taxes the power economy of your opponent to try and be aggressive into the aggressive team that you're being. No, for sure. Um Yeah. I also I think she does not mind Storm at all. Um just being able to sit at range three and still get cover. Even when they bypass your defenses, you still get one confirmed block. That's a lot. Yeah, and I also like the the hop could help, too, in some situations. Oh, yeah. Getting in positions, right? <laughs> Being able to hop, then a Moore's kiss, and then walk away. Exactly. Yeah, no, I like that. That's a good call out. I think X-Men is a decent home. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah. And, of course, I think... Avengers is a great home as well. Just getting one cost Simon's call, being able to both Hell Has No for you, or maybe even possibly if you set it up right, Amor's Kiss turn one. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, I actually thought about Avengers, but I was like, the reason I, I left it off my list, list originally is because um, it's just that there's so many prime four threats for Avengers, you know? It's a real tough. Yep. Tough spot. But it is, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing, for sure. Avengers no, it is. is packed to the, Avengers is too big. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that's actually the first thing everyone does when they look at a card. They, like, they, they analyze the card, they see what it does, and they're like, all right, well, how cheap can I get everything with Avengers? This is the first thing that people do. So, yeah, she's got some, uh, she definitely... Doesn't mind Steve's leadership. Yeah. I think we could cut, like, a third of these Avengers off the list and be perfectly okay. Oh, yeah. There are too many goddamn Avengers. There's a lot, and uh, they're a very popular affiliation probably because of it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, we've talked about a lot of directions. I think I know what you're going to say to this, but where do you think we want to go with this? Oh, wow. Um, honestly, 
I don't think Defenders gets a lot of love, so that would be a fun place to start. Um, or we could see how, how gross we could make your unaffiliated list that you were talking about. Very fair. Well, you are the guest, so I will let you just choose the direction we are going today. So I have a, I have a friend locally who uh, is is carrying Defenders on his back, so I think I, for, for him, I think I'd like to go Defenders. Very fair. So let's get Doctor Strange. Do we immediately get a Soul Gem on him, or do we wait and see later? I think we wait and see. Okay. So, who is your next defender that you choose? Um, I hate to say they're auto-include, but um, they're an excellent character, especially in the meta when you're running into potentially a lot of Malekith, and uh, this character obviously comes stapled with Heroes for Hire, but I'm going to say Iron Fist. Iron Fist is a very solid choice. Yep, absolutely. And not to mention, you know, if you bring an Enchantress... And, you know, you're not in a position where you can use um, Stranger's defense boost. Maybe Iron Fist takes the hit for your yep. for hire. Very, very fair. Um, I'm looking at... Uh, so, I think we're intending to be a little bit more controlling on our defenders, right? Or are we trying to be brawly? Um, I like, I like control. Okay. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, so I, I definitely think we have the ability to be more controlling with this, for sure. Um, so I want to bring up another underloved character that I think is actually a pretty solid control piece. Okay. Uh, Crowbox Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, I, you know what, I, like I said, that, that, that's funny you say that. That same friend I was talking about actually loves Crowbox Spider-Man and uses them in Defenders. Yeah. Non-size-restricted pull. Yep. And uh, a throw and a push. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going for control, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's It's on the card, for sure. And an attack that deals out stun, which is not bad either. Right, no, it's definitely not. Then, I like that pick. Yeah. That's a good shout. Also gives you a good long mover in there, too. Because um, suddenly now... Most of our, like, an Enchantress Strange Spider-Man core, which is expensive, I, I will consider sure. that is, yeah. th uh, I think that that's 13 points right there. If we give a Strange Gem, that's 14 points, so yep. that's, that's already a chunk of change. But that is every character having displacement and conditions. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Uh, no, it's that's true. Um, you know, I, I, kind of that. You know, I like to. You know, if you want to go for throws, I, I still think that. Uh, I, I you know, obviously showing my love for Asgard again. I, I do like Valkyrie as a character. Yeah, um, a think, lot. I think she's still really solid. I do. I, even yep, even after her changes, she's still, I think, a solid character. She definitely has room to, to make the table. So I like I like Valkyrie's a pick, kind of following that same theme. Yeah. Get you a nice throw, get you good action economy on that charge. Mm -hmm. uh, and just having the early power to spend is going to be very good. Um, so yeah. Uh, trying to see if there's any other um, 
defenders that really jump out to me. I think we might need to take Wong just on points values because we're trying to play Enchantress in every game, and I think when we're starting to go four or five wide, I think we're going to need the two threat in there. Oh, definitely. Um, I definitely think Wong needs to make the list. Uh, you know, it's funny that we're we're talking about a lot of points and we do want to take Enchantress. I do think Hulk gets makes that a bit probably too expensive, but I always like I always like Hulk for for just obvious reasons. But I do love the th- I love the threat of it just being on the roster for people to be like, oh man, there's a Hulk in the list, you know, <laughs> regardless if you play it or not. Uh-huh. So, while this is probably too much of a splash, um, I do want to quickly talk about Scourge. Oh, please, thank you for bringing up Scourge, because uh, I love that that character came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, I think it might be too much of a splash, um, trying to get both of them in, um, that it may not be worth it, because what you're trying to get into them is the card. But I still think it's something worth talking about. 100%. Um, and he's another character with a throw. Um, he yeah. is only trained throw, but still, it is size 3. Yeah, but he's got that taunt, so he's going to help keep yeah. the Chantress alive. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, the card that you brought up... Meet my, my execution. Oh, such a good card. I like to call it Brace Light. Uh, <laughs> So it's like the light beer of Brace. And um, yeah, um, honestly, you know, it's you get that teleport on it. It's it's only two power, and the power that you pay is from Enchantress, who already is flush with power usually. Um, you know, I, I've, I can tell you that I've even used it recently to, to great effect, you know. Uh, stopped a Hulk turn, basically, where he, he wanted to do a throw. Uh, Scourge took it, you know, Scourge, uh, took that, then he wanted to, uh, attack with, um, he wanted to attack with Hulk, and I said, he wanted to attack the objective holder, and I said, no, you're actually gonna hit Scourge instead, (laughs) so it literally disrupted his whole Hulk turn, and it was absolutely worth that tactics card. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you could fit it, I mean, yeah, that's seven points, but, like, if you took Strange without the gem, and Wong... And you know, uh, maybe a, another three threat. You could get it at seventeen. Yeah. You absolutely could. You know, um, five, six, seven, ten, seventeen. Yeah. You know, it's definitely possible. But yeah, I, I'm very glad you brought up Scourge. I think that the introduction of Scourge actually, if anything, increased uh, stocks and enchantress. Yeah, especially because they have t- both of their affiliations are shared, and I think they are good in both of those affiliations. Agreed. Um. Hundred percent. Other out of affiliation picks. Is there anything else that jumps out out of affiliation that you want to talk about? Um, the thing is, defenders actually has quite a bit. Um, they have a pretty long list of of decent options. Yeah. Um, no, nothing's jumping out to me. I mean, you could obviously go more web heads for sure. Um, right to kind of just continue that control aspect of what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to bring up a weird character. Okay, I'm into weird. Let's do it. Uh, how do you feel on Supergiant? 
Okay, you went a little too weird for me. No, <laughs> no, but you know what? Uh, I'm very open minded, so please sell me a super giant here. Um, it's uh some of what we are talking about is using strange as a way to support um enchantress and keep her alive. Uh, but that is still very disruptible to uh, pushes, uh, displacement. And Supergiant is a character that can stop displacement. Um, and she also is really good into physical threats. Like, you don't expect her to... You look at her one physical defense and you're like, ah, she's not... And then you read her card and you're like, oh, I'm only taking hits in one instant. So if you're against a high physical threat, she's actually very survivable between uh, her ability to heal herself and Strange's ability to heal her and Wong's ability to heal her. Okay. If you're yeah, in no. all physical fields, she could be unkillable. Yeah, no, that's a good call out. I didn't think about that. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of healing available there yeah. um, as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not 100% sure on it, but it's something I did want to bring up because it is, she is such an interesting and weird character. I always have to keep her in the back of my mind because she, she constantly feels like a character that is the right list away from breaking her. Yeah, no, and um, and I'm hoping that eventually you have a, you know, an episode where you, you bring someone on and, and they have the formula, you know, and they're I, like, I oh, no. I hope so too. One day... One day we will do probably Supergiant. I'm just, again, uh, for those that don't know the, like, behind-the-scenes process, I let the guest choose. So I'm waiting for the person passionate about Supergiant uh, to, to choose them to do an episode on them, you know? There's going to be someone. There's got to oh, be. There's going to be someone that's like, you know, Supergiant's my character. I'm like, I'm going to make this work. So I get it. I just, that's that's a good pick. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. I, I'm thinking un- giving uh, her and Hood in Criminal Syndicate and just making her unkillable between herself and Hood. That might be scary. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear that. For sure. Um, also, um, out of affiliation-wise, another beam-heavy character, which is always liked in Defenders, that also can shuffle around the extract game mm-hmm. uh, is the original Human Torch. Okay. Yeah, I love that character. Uh, I'm literally playing um, a shield list locally, and that character makes every single squad <laughs> right now. He is very good. Yeah. Uh, he helped me win my first game against Malakath. Very good. That's awesome. Um, I don't. I don't think people realize that. Yes, it's three costs, but uh, making someone drop something from range two is bananas. Uh huh. And it isn't an action. <laughs> right. It's just like, yeah, you're gonna drop that now. Thanks. Um, no the, action. The downside of it um, and voodoo, actually, compared to something like enchantress or black cat, is it's a drop action, which means you can mission objective it. Yeah, that's a good call out for sure. Yep, you gotta, you either gotta make sure that they don't have that, or make sure there's no one nearby that can do that for exactly. sure. Exactly. So if if you're having trouble with voodoo, mission objective might be your answer. 
Yeah, no, good call. I like that. Yeah, I, I think it's a that's a phenomenal character. Um, yeah, and I, I I absolutely think you're gonna see Human Torch splashed quite a bit. Yeah, I I think so too. Um, and he gives you that beam support that you're looking for in uh, that that you want because you get you net power so easily on beams in uh, defenders because yeah. Like, you spend one to change its type and give it extra conditions, uh, but then you're getting one back from each of the attacks. Very solid. Yeah, I know. Yeah, especially if you're going against characters, like, the heroes on the flip side, like, uh, to, to your example. I mean, you you have your beam, right? Enchantress's mm-hmm. beam, let's say she's going into, like, she's attacking, you know, a human torch. You know, you look at his profile, you're like, oh, I'm making my beam mystic now. <laughs> You know what I mean? You only have two Mystic Defense, right? And it's like, you know, the... Yeah, it's just, it's real spicy. I like, I like, I think, you know, maybe it's because of the lack of uh, tactics cards really available, but um, I do think Defenders, um, you know, especially seeing uh, the success of how my friends have been playing them, I think that that they're really slept on, honestly. Yeah. Um. I have some comments about their tactics cards because I think there are some of their tactics cards that are a little slept on. Uh, yeah, we'll, see. we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, first, uh, how do we feel about the Sentinels? Uh, I think they're I think they're fun. Um, I, I like that they're they've been introduced um, in this. So here's the thing. Um, I'm the kind of I don't know that I'm gonna be playing them personally, but like I I appreciate that I'm the kind of person that I can appreciate that uh, just because I don't necessarily am all in on something, um, I realize that there's someone who has the absolute opposite react and is literally like I have been waiting for Sentinels since the game came out, so oh, yeah. I'm I'm very happy for those people who are all about it. And I'm actually very happy to be playing again. I think they're going to be a fun thing for me to play into, right? Yeah. So, like, even though I'm not necessarily playing them, I would love to fight against them. Mm-hmm. Very, I very think fair. Yeah, I think they have interesting mechanics. Um, I think it's kind of funny how if you position them right, you know, they completely stop you from getting to an objective. That's kind of fun. Um, and I, th- I think size 5 is going to make a lot of size throw people feel sad. Yes. And make Red uh, Quarbox Red Skull ve- feel very, very happy. Mm-hmm. As the only what about yeah? Oh, what what camp are you in with Sentinels? I am in. They're going to be super, super interesting, and I cannot wait to splash them in Convocation. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, putting that's... their three physical defense into four double wilds, hysterical. Yeah, I didn't even think about the splashing part of that, but you're right. I, I do get a feeling that, uh, you know, when I was imagining it in my mind, me fighting against the Sentinels, it was Sentinel affiliation, but you're right. What's probably going to happen is I'm just going to see, like, a Sentinel Prime in everybody's list is probably what's going to happen. I'm looking at the Mark IVs for them being four threats and, getting, and still having a great pull on them. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. I, I, like, I like the kits. I think it's fun that they give you options for sure. Yep. Um, for our list, what about Rogue as a Splash character? I think she is so good alongside Enchantress. 
Yeah, no, I, I really I really like Thro- uh, Rogue as a character, um, and I do think that she fits in a, again, she's one of those characters I think fits beyond her uh, affiliation, so, um, yeah. you know, again, there's another character to steal some power. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, just <laughs> power sap on power sap on power sap. Yeah, you're going to be, uh, if you're not playing against somebody who generates power well, they're going to be real sad against that yeah. list. Yeah. Real sad. For sure. So we still have a spot left. Excuse the interruption. No worries. It happens. But no, uh, we still have a uh, spot left. So I'm going to pitch this, okay? It doesn't necessarily fit the control in the traditional sense. But uh, I think that this character is slept on pretty hard, and it's Hawkeye. Uh, and I think Hawkeye's actually a great character. I um, think he's be- solid. Yeah, only because every time I play against him, my friend's Hawkeye is just hot consistently. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, I really like Hawkeye. I think he's a fun three threat. I'm not sure if he is who gets in. And what maybe actually make more sense is maybe like a Luke Cage. Um, his kit probably fits kind of what we're trying to do more and again if you're trying to protect enchantress another taunt is is always helpful very fair um i also want to bring up uh a character that i like a lot in this game clea yeah um again i think what's really cool about convocation is it just seems like every single one of their characters has an interesting kit um well she's also a defender <laughs> Yeah, she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. There's a throw there and, um, and a reposition and consistent uh, power gen that you can turn into, uh, and she also has a Yahtzee. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're all in on like trying to hit the dream of getting, <laughs> getting all the roles, you're like, I'm going to stagger you. You have two characters now that's gonna that you're you're rolling for the dream. Someday we will build Enchantress Supergiant Clea and a bunch of Weevils for Yahtzee Central. That sounds that sounds uh, I'm not sure how competitive it'd be, but it definitely sounds fun. Yeah. Um <clears throat> The other option we have is actually getting a second two thread in here, and I would say honey badger. Okay. Alright. I like Honey Badger. Um, protective and gives the minus one defense dice. Um, which is something that uh um Enchantress doesn't really mind because she caps out at a six dice package, right? Yeah, this is really cool. Yeah, no, I, I think Honey Badger makes a lot of sense as a two threat. Sorry, seven dice. Of, yeah, I was trying to think of what other threat makes sense but um well of course toad makes sense but he's toad toad goes anywhere yes um, which is which is the gift of toad Mm -hmm. yeah i actually like clea for your last spot um i thought that was pretty good call out um we have just so many throws in this list it's i I like it it's it, it reminds me of my asgard list it's my my hashtag throw everything meta um, that I use, so I it's kind of I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So now, do we put a gem on Doctor Strange or not? What do you think? I'm I'm interested in selling me on the soul gem. I I am of two minds of it. Uh, currently, we have nine. Thirteen, nine. Oh, so did we end up getting Scourge on the list or no? I currently have Scourge on the list. Okay, cool. So only because I love the idea of Enchantress and Scourge being in there at 17, maybe we leave the gem off. Okay, very fair. Now, uh, objective-wise, what do you think objective-wise? Oh. Hmm. You want to start with secures or extracts first? Either or. Um, but I definitely... The first thing that jumps to my mind, um, just because we want to be protecting Enchantress, um, mm -hmm. we care more about our, tr our sap triggers than physical damage, and it also helps out Doctor Strange a whole lot. Uh, Superpowered Scoundrels. Yeah, okay. I definitely see that. It helps definitely for the just survivability aspect too. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And, and we care more about those sap power triggers than pushing damage through or getting the steel off. Because we have so many ways to interact with these characters without having to deal damage. So that cover is not as heavy a cost as other. Uh, it is for other teams. While we can still play on that objective game, it might actually be our benefit because one, giving Doctor Strange cover means he always generates the power on defense because you change it into a skull so you get his shield of the seraphim. Uh, and then two, um, getting your sap power triggers without dealing damage for them to recoup the power you steal is very powerful. Yeah, and that's a good call out. What do you think about um, what's your thoughts on intrusions in this list? I think intrusions is a double-edged sword in this list, and I definitely think we can take it because um, we definitely have a lot of beams and a lot of AOEs, which are very good on intrusions because intrusions tends to become a clumped-up fight. But it also means there is no safe place to hide away our enchantress if need be. But I think yeah, that's true. The, I think I was... the beam squad outweighs the bad because I think we actually have a fairly good beam squad. Yeah, I just think it just gives another opportunity to get. I mean, like we already have the control, so like no one's on anything, right? Other than our characters by the end of the turn. But I was thinking that, you know, if you're if you're trying to make it to where Enchantress is getting two beams a turn, almost guaranteed her her being able to place herself wherever she's needed, kind of yeah, that kind of allows that to happen. Um, so I don't hate that, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, good choice. Uh, on this third choice, I kind of want to go with uh. The because cause we are trying to be more of a controlling team than a necessarily fighty team, so I want to talk mm -hmm. about Riot Spark. It helps us a little bit into the fighting team by giving us some extra healing. It's a spread out crisis, which we like. Um, 
We will obviously lose a point to Malakith, but being able to still handle two other points is probably a good enough reason. Um, I think that's a pretty solid play for us. Yeah, I do. I, I agree. I've always liked... I mean, you're just leaning into the heels here, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you're just you're looking at health, having a healthy squad from, like, a, now a third source, right? So if you had Wong and you had this and yet strange you're just like you know not to mention if you have a patch up or some other mechanism in place you're just like yeah i have heals for days mm -hmm. so i think for extracts because we have enchantress yep. we have human torch on it i think we can play the single extracts yeah i think we can too um and i, and I think it makes sense so um Alien you know, ship and scrolls. I don't know if we want to go senators. I think it's just a little bit. Uh, I, I just think that the points makes that rough. Yeah. I um, mean, you know, honestly, I don't hate. Uh, you know, since we have the steals, I mean, we're talking about stealing. What's your thoughts on vi deadly virus? I think Virus is a very fine call. I'm fine to go Virus. I actually like it as a fair crisis, too. Yeah. I mean, um, I think, you know, if you, like you said it yourself, like, let's let's pretend that we did Human Torch and Enchantress in that list. Yeah, that's a fair bit of steel. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I like it. I, I think maybe that last pick we go Deadly Virus. So, um, of course, uh, Meet My Executioner gets in here. 100%. Um, as well as Heroes for Hire. Yep. So, you, maybe this is, a, I don't know, you tell me if this is the right time. You were saying there was a, maybe this is your time to, to tell me about the Defenders cards you think that may have, uh, people are sleeping on. Vapors of Valtor. So it's not officially a Defenders card, but it's a Doctor Strange card, so you are like yep. you can easily play it in Defenders. Um, it is a really interesting card. It is almost Dark Rain. I'm actually reading it now. I actually don't think I've ever seen it played, to be honest. Takes a little bit more setup, uh, but then it is a... It's either Dark Rain or Inspiring Monologue. Oh, yeah. Okay. Re Depending on how you place, who you place it on, because you can place it on the opponent's character and then all your attacks on, as long as you reveal one of the blank ones, which is a two-to-one chance to reveal a blank one, you get to Dark Rain them. If you def put it on your own character, whenever your opponent attacks, you have a two-to-one chance... Um, to uh, be able to re-roll all of their successes. At the final steps, you get to get past all of their re-rolls before doing that. Okay. I, I think it's fun. I think we take it. Yeah, I think it's a severely underappreciated card because of its versatility. It is. I will admit, it's a little bit harder to set up because you have to have three characters kind of clumped up together. But it, when you can do it, it pops off. Yeah, no, that sounds fun. I, I think that's that's worth taking for sure. Um, curious on your 
your view of Pentagram after it changed? Uh, I still think Pentagram is solid and a lot of fun. Um, you don't get your turn one Pentagram plays anymore. Whatever. Um, I actually think turn two Pentagrams is a really powerful thing. Uh, it's not as much on this list, I don't think. I find it's a very good list where you thing where you turn two Pentagrams, uh, towards your opponent in an intrusion sense. But I don't think as the control team we want to give that amount of mobility to the opposition. Got it. That makes sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was just curious. Um, what do you think for restricted? Do you think we just... Do <laughs> uh, you think we just take a brace there and then you have two things that stop collisions? So, uh, I do think brace, because we, we won't have Scourge all the time. We probably won't even have Scourge most of the time. That's true. Um, yep. And then I think the other one, actually, is going to be Sacrifice. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I 100% I agree with that. I think we have enough healing inbuilt into our kit that we don't need patch-up. It's 100%. Sacrifice is a great card, and I think for this list, it makes perfect sense. Um... Also, the card that I put in every list at this point, Mission Objective. Yeah, Mission Objective uh, absolutely makes sense here, especially since we were talking about, you know, um, stealing. You know, we have the single extracts. We want to steal, make them drop. If, you know, if someone's doing a similar thing to us, we want to make sure we can Mission Objective that away. Yep, exactly. Trying to think, do we have any any of our other characters we chose? Do they come with anything that's unique to them? Yes, to think. and I want to bring up a card that I think is uh interesting. Um, just as a power tax tool, because we kind of have a power tax sub theme in here. Uh, okay, let's see what you got. Mind if I cut in? Okay. All right. I'm looking that one up. I know it's a rogue card. I'm trying to yes. remember how it works. Uh, during this round, when an enemy attack is choosing the targets of a non-area non-beam attack and rogue is in range and line of sight, that character may pay one. If they do not, they must attack rogue. Yeah, so it kind of gives her a, uh, a little bit of a bodyguard kind of thing going on. And we're saying if we for sure rob the economy of these like they're not going to be able to pay the one it's kind of what you're thinking well not just that but it's another way to rob the economy and make it so they are only doing their basic attacks and not getting the chance to do their superpowers or anything else yeah okay yeah i mean I, i'm i'm all for seeing seeing that getting some play yeah um i i think it it could be very annoying um, other cards. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Um, I will always think of Marked for Death because it is a very good card. I like Marked for Death, um, especially if you are going against a team that also plays the single extracts well. You want to make sure you can get those people, um, stop them from running away with that and stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, recalibration matrix. Okay. 
Yep. Uh, specifically with how it interacts with Malekith. Yep, and we we were talking about you know it's very likely that you might have a meta that has Malekith right now. So. Yep. So uh, for those that don't know, recent rulings change. Uh, the it when you are paying for the uh um his I think it's cloak of shadows. Uh, his turn skulls into crits. Uh, it is now considered. You are choosing the die face rather than I'm getting so many of these. So if those dice get re-rolled and become skulls again, they won't have that benefit. Uh, Literally for that reason alone. <laughs> yeah, recalibration matrix. At the end of the modify dice step of the attack, you play this card. So it's after all re-roll possibilities have been exhausted... You make everyone re-roll all their attack and defense dice. Uh, this this does not include skulls, so he's stuck with any skulls he hasn't paid for. But those skulls that he's treating as crits do get re-rolled by this. Um, so I think it is an exceptionally powerful card into Malekith at this point. Um, for much the same reason, and it won me a game, uh, you take the shield version of it, which I think is hard reset. Yep. Uh, that won me a game into a Malekith. Um, by saving She-Hulk's life, where She-Hulk then killed Malekith, and we scored seven in one round to leave me one point away from winning that Steve Rogers on the other side of the board just ran away with his objective. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, That's pretty cool. That probably, that probably felt pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It is very interesting. Uh, yeah, I think... What do you think the least... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, what do you think about Fallback? Fallback is an interesting card. Um, I think it's very good into the rapid-fire characters, but I also think Enchantress is fairly good into the rapid-fire characters already. Um, yep. Because they have to pay for each individual attack. Yeah, what about escort to safety? Escort to safety, I need to reload. Is annoyingly three cost. It is annoyingly three cost. <laughs> That's true. If it was two cost, I could see play an enchantress back and go down into the middle with someone else to get an objective and then escort to safety. But it's three cost. Which is so annoying. Um, I yeah, think I think, as a yeah. safety thing, you go for fallback. Yeah, I like I like fallback as a safety tech. Um, I, I do think that if you're trying to kind of in the same spirit of um, uh, you know making sure you protect against big characters or Malakath, I actually think. You might see a resurgence in trip up, honestly. Trip up uh, is a good card. Yeah, Always you know, has you get, been. You know, getting in stun and a stagger off. I mean, it's just another way to to limit the economy on those big characters. I kind of like trip up. Well, so I love trip up with a honey badger because uh, <laughs> honey badger stands within one of them, so counts as that character within two, and then you can just like take a pot shot with a. Uh, Hawkeye, they get minus one defense dice um, for the trip up attack. It's hysterical. 
Yeah, that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I like I like Chip Up for sure. Mm-hmm. Where are we at on that? Are we at eight? I have I have us up to a full ten already. Oh yeah, that would be ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and that's not including Trip Up. So, is one of is one of the ones we were talking about? Do you think Trip Up is better than? I kind of like it more than Fall Back, to be honest. Very fair. So let's get Trip Up in there because I think Trip Up against a big target like a Hulk or a Malakath is scary. Do 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 do. Scrolling down to the T's. So yeah, we have a full roster. Right, defenders, here we go. Yeah. Don't get to show them off all that often. Despite seeing Strange Across the Table all the time, it's really defenders <laughs> at this point. That's right. But we we also have a person... So uh, we recently did Collector at, in our local meta. Um, Collector being one of the draft formats of this game. Uh, where each person brings a pack or two. Um, okay. And we played it on uh, MTG draft rules of, like, you can play as many copies of a character or a card as you draft. So if you get two Doctor Strangers, you can play two Doctor Strangers. <laughs> okay. Uh, we had... I'm afraid to see where the story goes, but I'm intrigued. Yes. So we had a game... Where the final rosters, let me see if the picture is still in chat so I can remember everything. Um, there was uh, two Iron Fists and one Doctor Strange on one team versus two Doctor Stranges on a different team. Wow. <laughs> it, one team was Strange, Strange's Supreme Hulk, and the other team was uh, Strange... Iron Fist, uh, Normal Strange, Iron Fist, Iron Fist, uh, and then I can't remember the last character on their team. That's, that's so silly. It sounds like a lot of fun. It probably was a lot of fun, though, I imagine. It is so much fun, but super silly. That's yeah, so, super silly. Uh-huh. I think that's cool. I've never uh, heard of the that format particularly, um, but that sounds like a pretty neat format people should try. Yeah. Um, it is one of the official formats, so it's on the Atomic Mass Games website. That's cool. Yeah, no, I've uh, yeah, locally haven't tried that. You know, I've done um, I've done three box and stuff like that, but then in like a like draft, you know, like snake draft kind of thing. But uh, uh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so for the people at home, our final roster is Enchantress, Doctor Strange, Iron Fist, Spider Man, Valkyrie, Wong, the original Human Torch, Rogue, Scourge, the Executioner, and Clea. Then for tactics cards, we have Meet My Executioner, Heroes for Hire, Vapors of Altor, Brace for Impact, Sacrifice, Mission Objective, Mind If I Cut In, Mark for Death, Recalibration Matrix, and Trip Up. Then for Secures, we have Superpowered Scoundrels Form, Sinister Syndicate, Intrusions Open Across City as Seals Collapse, and Riot Spark Over Extremist 3.0. Then for Extract, we have Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown, Scrolls Infiltrate World Leadership, and Deadly Legacy Virus Cured? So yeah, that seems like a fun list. Looks fun. We got Enchantress in there. You, you got some potential some matchups with Scourge. I think you got some control. 
Uh, it sounds fun. It looks like a fun list, and I'm glad that we were able to to find Enchantress uh, another home in there. That sounds yeah. cool. So if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on... Um, I'm, I'm across a lot of the discords. Um, uh, you know, like I said, uh, B-Terra Game is the, the handle. I, I typically have my name, Brandon, in parentheses. Um, I try to go to... Uh, as many local events as I can. So, you know, I, I made that shout out for the, you know, the Southeast crew. So um, I tend to play in Charlotte. I try to make a trip out to Greenville, um, Atlanta, if I can. So like I try to meet uh, as many local tournaments. So, you know, if you're in that area or, you know, I recently went to Nash Con, I got to meet a lot of great people. So I try to, you know, meet as many people as I can. But typically if you're just looking to, you know, reach out to me. Like I said, I'm a B Terra game on discord and I'd be happy to talk to you about this awesome hobby. Fantastic. And if you wanted to reach out to me, you can find me as Lexa white on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the nom MCP discords. Uh, you can also join the Patreon at patreon.com slash Lexa white, where first off you get access to the Morlocks discord, where we have fun conversations, both about uh Marvel crisis protocol and about TV movies and uh, a little bit about Arkham since it's spoiler season, as well as you get to see all of my custom uh, custom uh, Crisis Protocol content, which is uh, I'm working on my versus Capcom expansion, so that's very exciting. Plus other odds and ends that I just want to create, because trying to pin me down to do just one thing is hard. You know, too much creative, not enough energy. <laughs> I hear that. Um, if you want to email the show, it is morlocksmcp at gmail.com. And then if you want to see me playing something completely different, most Saturday and Sunday mornings at about 3.30 a.m. PST on twitch.tv slash codabgames, I and the titular Codab sit down and ta uh, play and talk about Arkham Horror the Card Game. Uh, we are deep into spoiler season as the box comes out Friday uh, at time of recording. So we will get to the chance to actually play with all of the new cards soon enough. And that is super exciting. Yeah, uh, that's way cool. Yeah, if, if the listeners have not got a chance to play or watch uh, Arkham Horror, uh, great stuff. It is one of the, it is my favorite game of all time. Like this game uh, is good. Arkham Horror is great. I, I can I can absolutely see it. It's a I'm I'm serious. It, if you get a chance to get a good group to play that game, or if you can even watching other people play it, good time. Always a good time. So yeah, um, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, I really appreciate you having me on. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity. I had a lot of fun, and uh, I I'm gonna hold my friend to to try this list now. Okay. <laughs> You're so going to I, force I, this onto someone else rather than playing it absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. Uh, well, I, I well, I don't have all the characters, so I, I uh, if I borrowed it from him, sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm absolutely going to defer this. Uh, if he's the resident defender player, he gets to play this. To play. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Yes, thank you so much. And keep experimenting, people. So yeah, that's the episode. How did that feel? Ah, oh, it was a lot of fun.